0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast for February the 3rd, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Democratic lawmakers seeking to reinstate Wisconsin's 48-hour handgun purchase waiting period, a proposal that faces long odds in the Republican-held
1: legislature. In 2015, GOP lawmakers then in control of the state's government repealed the handgun waiting period, which had been in place since the 1970s, and allowed the state's Department of Justice time to conduct a background check of the purchaser. In a Wednesday press conference, Representative Sheila Stubbs, a Democrat from Madison, said that waiting period also acted as a guard against impulsive actions.
0: Allowing purchases of firearms to be done on a whim opens the door to impulsive decisions to result in terrible consequences.
1: Since the pandemic began, Frederick Hospital in Milwaukee has reported treating a, quote, unprecedented number of patients for gunshot wounds, unquote. The bill is unlikely to pass the legislature as Republican lawmakers have repeatedly introduced legislation to loosen gun control laws. Those proposals have been rejected by Democratic Governor Tony Evers. This is Jonah Chester reporting. The Biden administration has
0: ordered the National Archives to turn over records from former Vice President Mike Pence, that despite objections from former President Donald Trump. The Hill reports a Tuesday letter from the White House counsel directed the agency to begin releasing those documents to the House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The Hill notes, although vice presidential records do qualify for some public records exemptions that restrict access, they are not subject to claims of presidential communication privilege. Now to the state of Missouri, where some lawmakers in Jefferson City are pushing forward bills that would limit citizens' ability to put constitutional amendments on the ballot.
2: The proposed legislation would double the number of signatures required to get on the ballot and raise the thresholds to pass them from a majority to two-thirds, which Benjamin Singer, with the group Show Me Integrity, notes would be one of the highest in the country. He says this means only the highest-funded campaigns, many that are often connected to special interests, would make it through for voters' approval.
1: Since 1875, Missouri's constitution has guaranteed, quote, the people reserve power to propose and enact or reject laws and amendments to the Constitution by the initiative, independent of the General Assembly. And that's why it's defended by organizations and leaders from right to left all across the political spectrum.
2: There have been a number of successful citizen-led ballot campaigns in recent years, from expanding eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act to legalizing medical marijuana and raising the minimum wage. I'm Louie Bolke reporting.
0: This is PMS. February the 7th marks National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Maryland healthcare advocates see it as an opportunity to provide healthcare options for people who are uninsured.
2: The state-run insurance exchange Maryland Health Connection has extended open enrollment through February 28th. The AIDS Healthcare Foundation and Maryland Healthcare for All Coalition are jointly hosting events over the next week for uninsured residents of Baltimore and Prince George's County. Michelle Eberly of the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange says for people with HIV-AIDS, having insurance is critical to afford medications. What's really important to know is that all of our plans cover prescription drug costs. And so that's very important. If you're looking at having to buy drugs or cover drugs that are very expensive, you want to make sure that you have health insurance that will cover that. On Saturday, get free help with health insurance enrollment from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the AIDS Healthcare Foundation's Baltimore Clinic. I'm Emily Scott.
0: With Intel's plans to make Central Ohio the Silicon Heartland, public transportation advocates are calling on leaders there to ensure development plans include multimodal transportation options.
2: The tech giant announced a plan to build a $20 billion semiconductor manufacturing plant near Columbus, which already is home to data centers for Google and Facebook, as well as Amazon warehouses. With an initial 3,000 jobs expected to be created, Josh Lapp with Transit Columbus says considerations need to be made to maximize access.
0: So we have this chance right now, like right now is the time, the inflection point, to really plan for and invest in a different type of growth that includes transit and pedestrians and cyclists and more walkable accessible communities.
2: Ohio committed nearly 700 million in local infrastructure improvements, including 290 million to support transportation issues related to the Intel facility. Given the historic nature of the investment, Lapkin contend state funding should focus on minimizing congestion and promoting sensible land use. Mary Sherman reporting.
0: Finally, Mike Bowen tells us with constant reminders of crisis and turmoil happening around the world, community advocates say it's easy to feel overwhelmed and wanting to make a difference.
1: ARP is accepting applications for its Community Challenge Grants, which fund smaller, tangible projects that can come together in quick fashion. Judy Larson of Lemon was awarded a grant a few years ago to set up a pop-up bakery in the town's local library.
2: One of the needs that it met was just to get people together, kind of alleviate some loneliness, provide an extra way of making some dollars for those people that were in the off-season from the farmer's market.
1: She adds the tables, chairs, and other items they bought for the temporary space are still being used for community events. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. We are member and listener supported.
0: We're heard on interesting radio stations. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.